One, two, three, three, four, five. I don't want to handle my trust in her time. Sipping on something that me spitting no lies. Gonna do the hard way if that means I feel alive. Yeah. They want me to get it on losing. Praying that I fall through that. I can see the hate from a mile away. For the summer, I'm taking what's mine, whatever's old back. Storms coming, yes, they didn't want to change. You hear me? Hell yeah, bro. You're like, you're like, yeah. I got this thing. Isn't that what you had last time? Uh, no. This is a whole new thing. So was it your brother's? Was it your brother's headset or something last time? I apologize if I'm totally wrong with that. I have no idea. I I, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. But I, I I don't know. Maybe it was mine. Then it was his. Then it was mine again. But it went back and forth. I don't know. I, I thought it was here, bro. This room right here in my apartment. So I have a two. It's two bedrooms, but this is actually supposed to be the master bedroom. But I went with the other room. So this is just the room of, of storage of just like <laughs> of stuff that I'm like I don't know where to put this stuff. So it's just a room of a bunch of random stuff. But so that's why it's weird and it's like the green and stuff because I I don't <laughs> attend to it. But <laughs> you haven't done any of the uh, the the painting and the the extra shit, if you will. Yeah, the painting I was I was because I I I did uh, I I did paint the living room in this place. Oh, straight it was up, yellow. But then okay. and then I and then I painted it gray. Man, we may as well jump off with that then. How was the new spot? Like it was just after we last talked. You were you got the keys, if I'm not mistaken. I got the keys, keys. I rent from my uncle. Yeah. He's a great oh, guy. Oh, straight like, up. Nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah, keep it in the family. Support local businesses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I've been I've been here since July. I've been an independent man. I'm free. I don't have to get grounded anymore. I grew up, bro. I just I just it was an impulsive impulsive decision. You said you I don't know? have but to get the, grounded anymore. I don't have to get grounded, man. I'll get L in trouble. Listen, bro, I'm 31 years old and I don't live with my parents, and I'll still get grounded every once in a while, man. So it you gotta, sometimes you got to ground yourself. Well, that's the other thing too. That's the truth. Well, let's get into the nitty gritties of this album, man. Damn. Damn, the album like, Damn by Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> 23, I'm guessing it's that's age-related. Um, yeah, no, I just, ever since, honestly, ever since I was 15, when I was first putting up my first few songs, when I was thinking of, like, a project when I was 15, I was like, I'm gonna call my album 15, and it, like, never happened. And then I've always, like, had, like, because I want to be able to look back, like, as a 40-year-old man and listen to the album 23 that I made when I was 23 and be like, man, that stuff that I was talking about on that song I remember that like I was I wanted to be like the the staple of like you know at the end of the day depending on how however many albums I put out yeah. in my lifetime like 23 is the one I made when I was 23 <laughs> and I know it's not like the most creative name ever I had a bunch of other crazy other random names like this isn't what you expected and like just kind of like statement stuff like last yeah. time introducing myself but I kind of well, wanted think, to be a little yeah, more simple I think you would you asked the general public for suggestions and I think mine was uh last time introducing myself again or the last time introducing the last time last time introducing i don't even remember what it was but it was just like the, the play on the time i guess and, and i guess i think mm -hmm. you said 23 it's it's a benchmark you just said like you move into your own house you got this freedom where's the where's the the crosshairs aimed are you at the top of the mountain for this one or is it still part of that progressional growth that we were talking about before we this is the third like interview that we've done right this is the first i, I don't even think it's an interview i think i think I think we have our own podcast. That's wanna, what's happened. I, I don't want to piss anybody off. I know that it's just. It, wait, I this, told you it was gonna happen, dude. I told you it was gonna happen. And now that I'm doing my own thing, there's no excuse. Like we could. Do is because, this your own thing? Are we doing yeah, your own thing here? Or yeah, is this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. it's a. Uh, right. I think everyone needs to have their own thing. I think that you're. That's it. 
that's incredibly it. capable of of uh i mean like that like that like the idea of and I, I i say this all the time but like the idea of growing a podcast brand and and stuff like that it's just like the coolest thing ever to me because like as an artist like you can do collaborations with other artists and then you guys get you know you, you get a little taste of their audience and they get a taste of your audience and everyone benefits from that but it's like what a podcast is what's so great about it is like every single guest that you have as an opportunity directly to grow what you're building. And you just basically have like, you can just like create a platform and people always want to promote their stuff. So they're like, where yep. can I go? You know, and side note too, like I always like, I was waiting for like when I could finally like have it done. Cause it t- I feel like it took forever for it to be done. And now that I have like announced the date and stuff, it like makes sense for me to do this with you. Cause I have something to, I mean, I'll love, I would do this with you all the time and just have a conversation and rant, but I love that I have something to like promote and talk about now. But with a pocket, like everyone always wants to promote their music. They want to promote whatever they're doing. They want to promote their business and whatever. And with, you know, if you just like, you know, come talk about it here, it's a good look for that person because they can share it with their audience and their audience can learn a little bit more about them. And and, then you have another guest. And it's just like, I love the idea of like, you have, you create something and then it's just like, people just kind of flock to you and then everybody benefits from it. It's funny how you actually said that because I was actually just talking to my buddy earlier this week about how now that I'm starting my own podcast, it does remind me of when we were making like mixtapes and albums back, back mm-hmm. when we were young, like that collaborative effort trying to, you were just saying it, trying to not grab somebody else's audience, but, but maybe just maybe that one person, one out of 10 people, you know, they maybe will be drawn to your, songs that's what it was back then now obviously they want to you want to have somebody drawn to your show like this thing could completely flop but i'm still gonna keep doing it just because you know with anthony i felt really inspired like he he really uh burned a candle if you will and it's it's not going out anytime soon and that's interesting you were interviewing sock that's cool man like you guys, so because I, I like to be honest, I, I didn't really dive too much into everything that you guys were doing, but like I followed you guys on Instagram. I saw that you were just like there was so many different episodes and stuff you were pumping out. Were you prime? It was it was a it's a soccer podcast or sports Primarily, oriented yeah. podcast, right? So yeah, it was mm-hmm. actually cool. And this, this that's is interesting what I want, because right? my interview, when we did the first one, it was like we talked about everything but music. We just talked it about was, soccer, especially <laughs> the second interview. Like I even yeah. said to Anthony, like it was. Pardon me, I'm drinking whiskey and, and Pepsi, and I got, there you I got go. the burps real quick, man. You get the Jersey <laughs> on the beanie. It's a crazy combination. Oh, man, have to, have to, have to. No, I was saying to to Anthony, like, the, the last bit of that conversation was pretty much the theme. Like, it actually made it, it justified having you on the Down the Pub series. It wasn't even expected either. No. You didn't expect me to, to, to appear with this, the soccer background. No, and then I when I told to him, like, who you were linked up with, with Dino, it was just like small world because Mm -hmm. Anthony and all them guys know who he was. And we had just interviewed a guy who was coached by him. Um, It was such a small world that you were coached by him, especially at a young age Mm -hmm. and had a chance to kind of be like this, superstar soccer player <laughs> this is the most random thing ever honestly. it was man it, it was pretty random like, i can still juggle that ball bro you should see me give me a give me a throw a soccer ball at me right now through the screen i will juggle that shit boom no I, honest honest to god it's, it's one of the shitty things about covid is that mm. you didn't get to come down and come to a wanderers game and all this other stuff and we already I haven't talked. been to halifax in forever bro i used yeah, to go to halifax last... routine i remember you com- remember you commented on uh you commented on my post didn't you yeah. and you were like come to halifax and i was like i'm banned from yeah, halifax was that, was was that you my... that commented yeah, and said that yeah, somebody okay, from at... halifax messaged me and they were like who said you're banned from halifax Dude, i swear to god this is I, I i have the question i'm looking at the question right now so mitchell please tell me what you mean by you're banned from halifax is this a oh, song on the that album there? it's in one of my jot notes on my thing 
right now. So is it what is it like? What is it like? What the fuck happened? Like, how are you banned from Halifax? Were you I'm just blacklisted, with me? bro? Okay, okay. So you're stepping on some toes. No, are I'm you? just kidding. Oh, see, no. I was I was hoping I there was gonna be a diss. I wish the there album was. I wish there was beef. I think I need to beef with somebody, bro. It's, spice it up. I don't know if you want to beef with anybody in Halifax right now, man. No, I'm not trying to say that Halifax is like the hood or anything, but it's um. It's not the cookie cutter place that people think it is, and a lot of it I don't is... think any place is that. But I Thank think you. that all. That's I, a think good point. That's I think. A very I think. I think that. Uh, oh, except for here, where I'm at. <laughs> no, man. I'm in. Cape Breton's got some. Cape Breton's got some. I don't think we got any gangsters. There's a few up in Sydney Mines. Oh, is there? <laughs> now look, I just started a <laughs> There, there see, you see just started a beef. See what I'm doing? <laughs> Leading, there probably is, bro. I'm sure there's plank. some Sydney Mines gangsters. There's that, man, there's some wild, wild times up in Sydney Mines, but all You've good had some people. wild times in Sydney Mines? Let's completely switch directions. I'd love to hear all about that. I don't know, I man. I thought... music video in Sydney Mines. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, that's yep. kind of cool. Well, actually. that's where that's where Moose is from. So the first music video, Doing My Thing, that's where I shot that. We shot that in Sydney Mines because that's where he lived up the street. We shot it on... Down the street from his home. Yeah, Sydney Mines. Man, that my dad used to teach at Sydney Mines. Sydney Mines is about a forty-minute drive. And you just said the man too. He's doing his thing right now. Shout out to Moose. Yeah, shout out to Moose. We well, he came. Oh, was crazy. So like, I have this music video that's going to be coming out basically like the week leading up to when my album comes out. That's that's, that's another question. Plan. That's that's another question I got. So go on, good book, sir. Bro. Go I'm on, go on. Say, I'm just going to answer all your questions before you even get a chance to ask them. But this no, is that, what's that happening so far. You literally bro. knocked out like four of them already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you we're doing it quicker now. It's not going to be the standard three and a half hours. Straight um, up. But uh, no, it's well, he came down because what we did, like, we shot this music video. Uh, with uh, I don't know if you ever seen them on Instagram, Brett and Air. They're like a uh, yep. they do helicopter tours around like yep. the Highlands in Cape Breton. They also do other various helicopter related activities. But they uh, they were kind enough to let us shoot in their their hangar, and you know we went we went up in the helicopter and everything. They have this unbelievable spot that they take you to if you take if you book a tour with them out in Inganish, and it's like up on like the where all like the where my album cover was shot with all the mountains and stuff in the background. It was like prime time. The leaves were beautiful every single tree it was orange and red it was the most unbelievable like i have not seen any of the footage but i guarantee that it'll probably be the most like visually appealing music video that i've ever released and like i think it's gonna look ridiculous but anyway what happened was so like you know that it was kind of time sensitive because you know it's that prime time of the year to do something like that and you know enable to be able to do that in the first place, the weather needs to cooperate with you. The winds can't be too, you know, aggressive and it hopefully wouldn't be raining or whatever, but Moose came down from, from Halifax and there basically our plan was Friday. We were shooting in the hangar where all the helicopters were. They have three different helicopters just for like some additional performance B-roll shots. And uh, so that was fine. And it was raining shitty out that day, but he came down and, uh, it's actually the first time I saw him in a year too, which is crazy. The last time I saw him was when we shot that dice roll video last year. So uh, he, he came down and um, they had like this, uh, you know, like at the air, because the hangar for Breton Air is right next to where the Sydney airport is. So it's like just, it's a hangar that's right next to the airport. So it's at the airport. So anyway, we are shooting there. They ha- So they had like the, um, you know, those things when you're at an airport that people are driving around on, like the... Uh, they drive around the on the luggage stuff. like the little luggage uh yeah they get the ladder 
Is that what you're uh, talking about? It's just like one of those, like, maybe, yeah. Like, just those things that you see, like, people, like, driving around on on the, uh, like, the landing strip and stuff. Well, they had one of them. So, like, we did, like, a okay. cool performance shot where, like, one of the guys, he was driving it, and I was standing on the back of it, and I was, like, rapping, and then they, we, we pushed the helicopter out onto, like, the, where the, like, just out onto the, what's it called? The, where the planes land. The, the tarmac. The, the tarmac. There you go. Yeah. Um, so we put it out there, and we did some there's some dope performance shots in front of it, whatever. It went really well, but like the main reason for him to come down was like, we were getting some additional shots there. And then we were going up the next day in the helicopter and it was, you know, and Sean Lewis who produces all my stuff. He, you know, he got the day off work and he was so excited and it was like going to be this huge thing. And it was like all the whole crew were going up a helicopter. What a time to be alive. Wake up the next morning. Like we were supposed to leave at like eight or seven and uh, they they had to cancel it because the 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 wind was just like too aggressive that oh, day, so we no. couldn't go up. It was just so disappointing. And he came all the way down from Halifax, Damn. and it was kind of funny too because before he came down, he was like, "I think the weather is going to be bad," and we were like, "No, man, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Drive down here. It's all good, bro. We're going up in that." And it, and sure enough, they Damn. got canceled. So it was kind of stressful because you know he ended up going back to, to Halifax and uh, cuz we weren't we weren't going to be able to go up until maybe the next weekend and uh, it kind of left me at a standstill cuz i was like this is going to be this is going to be the best music video ever like helicopter you know shots from up there getting off a crazy view and it's kind of like now we have some footage that looked dope but it may it would make no sense if we never went up in the helicopter we're just shooting in front of a, a parked helicopter so um I had to kind of just improvise and try and figure out a way to get it shot. And he couldn't come back down the next weekend. And I was like, you know, it is kind of time sensitive because one, like I don't want to keep, cause I want this video to come out before my album comes out. So I need this video to be able to be shot so it can be edited and then it can come out. So, exactly. and then also like, you know, if we wait too long, who knows if we're going to get another nice day and the leaves are going to look the way that we want them to look. So I don't know if you're familiar with Chris Ross. He shot, uh, he shot the video that we did with, uh, uh the sh- I don't know if you saw the, the get out video that like, Oh yeah. Sean yeah, yeah. Lewis and me yep. we had Brian Rosicki in it. He shot that video. Like he's really talented. He's done a few other videos as well too. He's done some stuff for like, uh, Ate and Jackson stuff, but he's from Whitney Peary. He's, I think he's from Whitney Peary. He's from here. And, uh, thankfully he was actually he was here the next weekend he was available we could go up in the helicopter but it was crazy because so we shot it the next weekend and it was a it couldn't have been a more perfect day um perfect perfect but uh it was it was super stressful because he was also shooting something that day for he was doing a shoot for east coast lifestyle like around the cabot trail and i just kind of convinced him to kind of halt his day for like 45 minutes to come up in the helicopter it was like a pretty good deal it's yeah like, i was gonna yeah, say if, if that's you know if someone's gonna bug you i guess that's a pretty decent replacement for time exactly right? it's pop like, up in a helicopter it, with me it, for it, an like, hour i so. am a major inconvenience to you please do me a favor even though i don't deserve it at all please just halt, stop your whole day and just but you get to come up in a helicopter so like it's a fair Straight trade up. good experience so we did make it ha- he did make it happen but there was to get to where we were taking off from like in Inganish. Um, you have to go over this mountain and, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Smokey's mountain. It's like, kind of, it's like, anyway, but, uh, there was construction on the mountain, geography, and, uh, geography, geography. <laughs> so there's construction on the mountain. So we were kind of held up a little bit. Like we got there at, at 1030 thinking, or we got there at like 930 thinking we were going to leave at 1030. And he texted me like, Oh, we kind of, 
are, are a little bit behind. We're taking a back road, whatever. I was like, fine, whatever. And we know the guys that own Bread and Air or whatever. Anyway, they're cool. So they, you know, they showed up at like 10. We were expecting to go at 1030. We're talking. I was like, yeah, I don't think he's going to be able to get here in time. They're like, oh, that's fine. So we're waiting till like 11. And then there was like an older couple that like booked some kind of like helicopter tour to be after us. So they were like, oh, well, while you're, they're already here. So while we're waiting for the video guy to show up, we'll just take them up. But like once you, you, uh, the hellicopter turns on, it's kind of like you can't turn it back off or whatever. I don't know how yeah, that shit like works. A, there's but... like a cool down period for like an hour. Yeah. Once it's on, it's it on. Off, and then yeah. like, you have to start it up for like another 40, 45 minutes or something like that. Like you said it. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a waste of gas for, for them. It's like, like that's the most the, expensive. That's their money. Like, yeah, fuel, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's so it, it was that's like, money. and it was crazy too. Cause I was talking to him and he's like, yeah, I'm coming up the, the mountain now. So I was like, perfect. You guys start. And um, so they took the old couple up for the 10 minute tour. Then I was like, okay. And then I remember they were coming back down and he, and he, I was like, where are you at? And he's like, I'm still stuck in traffic. And when you get out of traffic, it's still like a 10 minute drive down. And then they were coming back. And then I was like, we were getting so nervous. Cause we were like, they're going to come back and he's still not going to be ready. And what are we going to do? Like, do we go up in the helicopter and he can't shoot it? And now I got to like shoot it on my phone or something. And I took like a backup camera, but it was dead. And like, but it was just so stressful. Cause I was like, I just hope he shows up before we can hear the helicopter coming back around. I remember hearing it come back around and he still wasn't there. And I was like, Oh man. And then anyway, the helicopter landed, they had to wait about 10 minutes. They were super fine about it. I was like, you know what? I don't even care if we have to pay some kind of additional a hundred dollars or whatever to it. Like just be, he's like, it, we're too far now. I will wait. But it was just so stressful. Like how loud the helicopter was just planted on the ground. And we're just waiting for, it was like out of a movie, but like, I, you took the word <laughs> mouth. I was going to say, that sounds like something out of a fucking movie. It was movie, crazy, man. but it was so funny too, because we, we just were like, okay, let's just get in the helicopter. We'll wait for him here. I knew what vehicle he was coming up in. And I remember seeing him pull in the relief, but it, I was like, I was texting him. I was like, as soon as you pull up, like have everything ready. He's like, I have everything ready. I'm like, just run out. They'll give you the quick brief safety thing. And then just run in here. And it was just like so badass. He just pulled up, hopped out, like got his camera, his drone and shit. And then ran onto the helicopter. And then we just went up and we were like talking about ideas for what we're going to shoot for the first time with the headset on in the helicopter. Wow. It was pretty badass, but the video is going to be cool. dope. Long story That's short. That's cool. Actually, that was my follow-up question was how much of like the creative process were you involved in? With all those minds around you, you almost kind of want to just like stand back and let those guys work their magic. But this yeah. being such a big project for you, like how much of the process were you involved in? And I guess like post-production wise, are you kind of like, are your fingerprints on anything at all? Or are you just kind of letting them do their thing? As of right now, um, I don't know when you were planning on putting this episode out here, but very soon, at, very soon. you know what? I'm just like, <laughs> totally, I'm just accepting, like, I'm just going to be always just completely honest and wherever I'm at, whatever is going on right now, that's just what I'm going to, uh, you know, describe where I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, <laughs> basically, but he's editing it. So okay. uh, like Chris, like, cause he ended up getting way more footage than we did with, with moose at the airport oh, that's so awesome, man. That's um, awesome. it's a lot easier for him to just edit it so he's going to be editing it so i'm looking he's he's super talented i'm looking forward to seeing what he does i have total trust the thing is with the video it's not like it's a conceptual video or anything it's just the the footage itself will just speak for itself but it's like he, he did like some he did 
he had, he had a drone flying around and it's like, it's perfect. Cause I think that it's important for me to use the platform that I've kind of developed over the last few years in my audience. I mean, I still have much more to growth to do as far as growing and a, a fan base and stuff. But I think it's interesting and unique for me to like, kind of put like where I'm from kind of the forefront more than I maybe used to, because when, years ago I was like I just need to get out of here but now it's kind of like you know I, I like this place I mean of course I want to live elsewhere and yeah. travel and stuff but it's we like kind of yeah. not to cut you off we kind of talked about that last time like yeah. you you said that like as you got popular and you were you were in Atlanta and, and, and down south and, and you realize that this is actually where you kind of want to bring the world to rather than as far as just like the world. identity of just like yeah. showcasing this is where I live because yep. it's like it's a very beautiful place that I know that people from wherever would appreciate if they visit it and maybe that's part of a bigger picture maybe if I can grow a lot bigger and be like this is where I'm from maybe it could boost tourism around here or the economy I don't know but like that's a that's a far-fetched idea or opinion but it's like hey man you gotta dream big there's, bro. Gotta there's, dream there's, big. there's there's an yeah but like the album cover with that like people will get like that album goes further than where I usually have my projects go then people be like where is that you know and i have that right in the backyard here it's very easy to take make an unbelievable music video with all that scenery just an hour away so i think it's cool to showcase just in, in you know the, the the beautiful scenery um and, and, anyway. and I, we're kind of having the conversation so like i'm assuming the first single is going to be the, the same song as the music video or are you even going to do a single per se oh, i feel like well the a mile away and uh why you gotta act like this are both on the album okay so it was okay all in. so, so I, in a like, sense okay they were already singles that were leading up to it but um as far as anything that would be coming out before the album comes out it would just be that music video and then the album will come out right and on. uh but this album is is like i wouldn't when i got all the what actually all of it was made during probably when we were talking around the first well, time when yeah I was that was that was my bedroom and stuff. that was my next question was like mm -hmm. the entire process just done on that little at home mic or did you end up doing anything like once we were allowed to see each other again <laughs> everything was done on that little mic good for you for, man oh that makes for, me really excited yeah. now that makes me really really excited now yeah that it was it was cool but like yeah that was the and i mean the amount of songs that i wrote and recorded through the period of like peak quarantine was like that's like april and may um yeah probably the entire project was made between april and may that's um, insane man but um yeah and it was like i like kind of disciplined myself to stop not like stop making music like i'll have to i would write you know to get you know to be you know just because i i need to you know stay sharp i guess but yeah you know i was busy with various other things as well but um all of the, the like 90% of that project was made in the spring, but there was, I didn't want to rush anything. And it was just working around my schedule and Sean's schedule to, to get everything produced properly and deciding, you know, there was a lot of songs that I was expecting. I was thinking majority of the album, I was actually going to be releasing a lot of the, the beats for it, but Sean ended up actually producing more songs than I was expecting him to, to, to produce throughout the summer and stuff. And honestly, the production that he did on certain songs was better than some of the songs that I was getting off of YouTube, the leases and yeah. um, like just YouTube beats that I was absolutely in love with. And I loved how they sounded, but, and I was hesitant. If he was like, he started playing with like making his own thing. And at first yeah. I was like, I don't I love that beat. But then after I got some, you know, he was doing his thing and then I had some input and kind of got to, like orchestrate the direction of where everything was going it ends up sounding better than the random beat i got off youtube but so so how um, much is how much of it is produced by him and how much is like out of, um, out of out of the realm if you will 
there's 13 tracks. So ah, there it is. Um, I didn't know if I was going to get that I mean, one. If you go out on there. iTunes, you'll be able to see it. Ah, see there. now, see now, you're calling me out. I I didn't get from you that either, man. I'm a, I'm a bad person, man. Like I if owe you, you all if, the money right now. No, not at all. But <laughs> if you but listen, if anyone's listening to this, I would suggest to go on iTunes and pre-order it. The thing is with iTunes is that you yeah. can get if you get. I mean, it's a genuine way to support an artist because yeah. you purchase it, but also because of Spotify and Apple music and everything is it's, it's actually like, if you have like a, a decent support base, this is a hack, you know, it's, it's uh, if you get 10, 20, 30 people to buy your album on iTunes and you have those, those charts, because everyone that has an iPhone, they don't have Spotify that you probably have an Apple music subscription. Yep. But if you buy it on iTunes, because there's very few people that are choosing to listen to music by buying stuff on itunes so you get your actual fan base go buy my album instead of just go stream it and you get enough people to do that if anything it's a i don't know it's like a shout out to the fact that you have some genuine supporters that want to support you but you can climb those charts and then if you get high enough i mean it's great promotion to post on instagram and facebook like look at my album it's number four it's number one and it's you know because people you're just directing people to go buy it and then uh you know then it's great because then media will be like oh that's a good story locally and then it can pick up more and then makes people just automatically be like whoa did you see mitchell bailey's album is number four on not they don't you know and then they'll go stream it and then it just so it's a it's a nice marketing tactic but it also can you know it's cool uh, but so that's why i want people to go pre-order on itunes because it, it actually helps you get exposure because it's a story if something starts charting that high up high up there and then it just leads more people to um listening to the album but yeah if you go to iTunes, the yeah, iTunes I was going to say, Lee, I was gonna say keep, Bailey keep, 23. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just yeah, time, yeah. Out, time out. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. Bring it back. How, how, do, how do the people at home pre-order the album, Mr. Bailey? So that's the problem. So that's how <laughs> bad iTunes doesn't want the yeah. Apple like it doesn't want iTunes to it's exist. It's not which very is crazy. nice at all, bro. No, no, no. But it, if you go to iTunes, you yeah. click copy, it just takes you to Apple Music, and then it's just like, oh, this album doesn't exist yet. So if I share this link, I'm like, go hit this link to go pre-order. It just takes people to an error message on Apple Music. So in order to pre-order, you have to go to iTunes and type, and that's how I've been promoting it. It's like, go to iTunes, type in Mitchell Bailey 23, then you can hit pre-order. You always that's have it. a problem with these bastards, man. My God, didn't you I have know. a problem with and these guys before convenient. too? with uh with just what like technology no i remember <laughs> that like, uh, was, wasn't wasn't there yeah i think there was one of your releases didn't come up on apple i remember because oh, i remember yeah. i had to message you because i couldn't find it anyway i know you were like I man know. i know da, 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 i can't find it and i remember we were talking <laughs> it's shit apple's about, fault bro it's I, apple we, we i have talk- one i own one share in apple too i shouldn't yeah. you know it's you know i i i over the summer i definitely i definitely touched up on my research in the in it's, the finance world, I kind of got obsessed with it. It's, it's not interesting, man. I, like, about, but. I tell I tell people all the time, like you know, if you play Proline or mm-hmm. or any of these like Betfair or or gamble on sports, and you're interested in how markets work, you're interested in business, you're interested in how companies divide their profits and mm-hmm. and and base their values. Get into the stock market. Get into the game, even if you don't want to like get into it full time. There's fantastic app games like Best Brokers, um, and I think there's another one called Graphs. And Graphs, I think you have to pay for, but Best Brokers is free, and they're both ways to just get you completely intertwined into the stock market. Where if you're worried about losing money, you can play it and still see how it works, and mm-hmm. and 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 see how easy it is to gain money, and see how easy it is to lose money, but. It's, it's something where I tell people like, you know, they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's like, you know what? You play your pro line, you buy your 649, your lotto max, you know, 
do a little bit of research, put a couple hundred bucks aside. You might end up investing in a company that, you know, Pfizer, for example, with the COVID test, like right. they were talking about their stock values yesterday went through the roof. People who didn't gotta sell. Pay attention to where the direction of certain things is going. Like, exactly. and it's like, it's a, it's a learning process over time. Like, like fashion, um, for example, fashion right now is a time like to get into the European stocks with fashion, for example, because the fall season is huge mm-hmm. and it makes or breaks some of these startup It's literally companies. just analyzing or just understanding the just trends of in different uh, industries. Where are people's interests are going to go three months from now? Or what is something that's reliable that just always wins, you know? But, but it's kind of on topic um, mm-hmm. without touring right now. Like we're, we're, it looks like we're hitting the second wave as much as it sucks to say it's kind of getting to that inevitable point, at least here in the city. I don't know how things are up there, but um, marketing wise, like, are you going to get back online, do those Facebook live shows? Are you going to try to like avoid that? Because this is your, your work. This is your well being. You don't really want to give it away for free. Are you looking into maybe doing a live concert? Some sort of yeah, I haven't really, um, as far as live performances, I mean, I have my guy, uh, Michael Collette in uh, New Brunswick, who does the Music Atlantic stuff, and he's been doing different interesting events that he, over the past few months in, in Moncton, where I don't know, the, I know he's done like different like physical, like social distancing events and stuff, um, but I know New Brunswick has kind of went backwards, I guess, and have yeah, had some excessive restrictions since then. I feel like Nova Scotia actually might end up going in that direction because you I see was, those cases going Honestly, on. man, uh, I, this is, this kind of feels literally, and, and I was saying to another person I work with, like, this feels like before everything shut down in March again. Like, yeah, maybe. Every I, day the news is just like incrementally more worrisome. There's more places where there's spread and then there's right. like, under investigation here and there. And I remember like back in March or April, there was one case that was under investigation and they said that they were to blame for like upwards of 40 cases. I, what, I the uh, old, the retirement home? Not, no, no. They still haven't figured that out. There's a, uh, there's an inquiry. I don't know if it's a public inquiry, a public inquiry or a private inquiry, but there is an inquiry going into that because nobody knows how that happened. That's because, great. That's like, that's like going in somewhere and shooting up a whole place. Honest to God, man. Like, and you know, my grandfather lost two friends. Um, wow there at Northwood and, and Mm -hmm. it just every other old folks home, every other place in the city seemed to be well protected. Um, There was not, wasn't really any outbreaks anywhere else. And whenever there was like a, a nurse or a doctor sick, they seemed to find a way to like have them isolated and quarantined where it wouldn't spread throughout the rest of the facility. Um, I don't know if that's even like possible of happening again, just because of the way they can get these tests now. Like you, you get tested today, you can get the results maybe tomorrow or the day after. I feel like it'll be easier to avoid those types of situations, but I feel like people are getting complacent, generally speaking, and it'll mm-hmm. spread in the grocery stores and in the restaurants and, and in all these other places. So it sucks. And, and like, it's one of the things where like anybody who's releasing music since this shit started, I'm just kind of like, there's always a blueprint that always involves touring. Like that's number one. Like that's a good way to, to not only just promote, but it, depending on how big you are, make revenue. So it's good that you've got those music Atlantic guys behind you, because like you said, it, it's a time for innovation. And you know, if, if you, if you sit back and just wait for this thing to be over, you know, I, I'm not trying to cite Joe Rogan, but he's been talking about going to where comedy's allowed because 
you know, we don't know when this stuff is going to be open again for these live performances. Cause like, even these guys were saying they have to, they have to charge less. Like these people that do jam sessions on weekends, they have to charge less because the bars can't afford it. And there's not a lot of people coming out. So do you want to charge the usual $250 you do for your two sets? Or are you going to give this bar that's given you this advertising for the last few years, a hundred bucks off or something, right? Like it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how everybody does that whole marketing and promoting and performing going forward. Cause I don't know if this is going to be over anytime soon, unfortunately. I think that uh, in that example that you just used there, the artist should just not ask the venue for anything and just charge door price, you know, the the door fee because it's like whatever the maximum capacity is. I think that people, you know, want to go and see like a live, some live entertainment because they're, you know, lacking attending any kind of events like that throughout the whole year. So there's probably a little bit more of an urge to go experience something like that. So they're probably more willing to pay, maybe even more willing to to pay a slightly higher price because it's not like they're going and doing that every weekend anyway. So it's more of an occasion and, you know, there's always, you know, I don't know what the, the limits for the amount of, of, of attendance at a live concert is right now. I guess it's depending on the province and everything. I think we're one of the only provinces where you can really do anything like that right now. Because I know yeah. in Ontario or Quebec, it's not, that's not something that, that's kind of like unheard of. Yeah, I know was, restaurants are generally open, but. Um, there was a guy that was going to come to Halifax, but he just couldn't find the place that would take him in. He was willing to do the whole like two Isn't weeks. Isn't Matt Child doing there. a tour? Did you see that? Yeah, I actually did. How does that happen? That. Why is he? Of course, that child is doing a tour. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. COVID ain't real. <laughs> like what? How does that? How did he even pull that off? Well, you know what, man? Honestly, like, but somebody, the, I don't understand. Like, like, like him, I can't. He's, yeah. he's got loyal fans. Like you were just saying, just, people that he are has fans that just extra. want COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's that's probably they're he'll super, be giving it to them. They're super spreader events. No, but you were just you were just talking about how like people would be willing to pay extra. Like Mad Child has such a crazy support base. I feel like I just need to, I feel like we could talk about everything else, but like what, you know what I mean? Like we pretty we could, much just we did about everything we did. We, we touched on the album though. Didn't we? We talked we did about a little John bit. We producing did a little it bit. and stuff. I think that Sean Lewis, the guy who's produced a lot of my material since the, the beginning of time, I think that some of his best beats, I don't know if he would say it or not. I'd have to check in and ask, see if he agrees with me here. But I think that there's a song actually it's called Geico that he does the hook on. And I, rap like a minute and a half long verse and his the we, there was like five different beats for it and like the way that he produces the song is like it kind of like builds throughout the song and it gets like crazy like there's songs on this that i think that like rapping wise is like the best rapping i've ever done but then also there's songs that are like super i think i have like some of the best courses i've ever wrote on on them and stuff and actually like sound a lot better without as much effects or anything kind of being melodic and stuff and then there's like like some lo-fi beats the production throughout the whole thing is actually very moody i think i think it's kind of like if i had to like if i had to like compare this album to like a mac miller album which is like a very um stereotypical follower of me want me to compare to something like that would compare to like a watching movies with the sound off yeah i feel like it's something like that not as uh tripped out but like um, just like the the mood of it, I think there's a lot of like moodier songs that I haven't made as commonly in the past that I got to do on this. I'm excited kinda, for you to hear because I know you, kinda, appreci- oh, you appreciate yeah. the vibes. You know me, man. Like I, when you're walking the sidewalks, when it's moody yeah. at 2 a.m., like there's there's a hip hop sound for that. You know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, I think it's a, just, I think it's a classic. 
I'm, it's, it's I, my classic, bro. I, I want to have a classic. I ain't even I trying to say it to say it. Like I, 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 I knew just from talking to you the last couple times, like you were in a zone. It was just a matter of like something like COVID is a blessing for mm. some people. And like you made, you turned lemons into lemonade when it came to this bullshit in all reality. And, and I'm excited to, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. Like I'm excited as a friend. I'm excited as a fan. Um, beyond all else, I'm excited because of music. Like mm. I, we haven't heard anything new from a lot of people for a long time and you kept putting stuff out. So it's going to be interesting to see how the practice makes perfect, if you will. Um, yeah. and, and I mean, I remember that some of them videos you were holding the microphone and like recording yourself. And you're like, that's yeah. true, bro. Those are the, that's, that's those, those are, I hope that that album, this album can excel me to a different level where, you know, I could be like, the bedroom i had to take it back to the bedroom like i've recorded in some nice exactly. studios and some nice places and i've done shows in some nice places but like maybe what it took for me to create my favorite projects i've ever done was to go back to the room where i wrote my first verse in the first place and record a whole album there and well, maybe so. like you said like maybe covid is a blessing and, and you know it kind of made everyone a little bit more grounded and go back to their beginnings and and find some find some magic in there and maybe that's that's what i did here straight up not to sound conceited it sounded kind of like <laughs> i created magic but like no but like i don't know hey, you gotta be a little bit of ego you gotta it's not game, it's you gotta like have some ego bro you got to appreciating you know because i feel like when you're in your like most comfortable space you can kind of make your best stuff or, or, or do up. what you're best at but then also sometimes when you put yourself in an uncomfortable position like i remember i whenever i was ever in, a, in, a, in an environment where i was making a song or something with like other artists in the same room that was also they were also doing that or you know i always felt like i needed to be alone to to write or do anything and then yeah. like I found, and then I was just like, whenever the opportunity first arose, then I was in a room with other people that were like also on their phone writing something. I always found like I could do it. I, I ended up getting to a point where I, I preferred it, you know? So there's, there's, there's positives to being comfortable and positives to being uncomfortable. I don't know why I'm getting deep, but you know, <laughs> it's perfectly put. You got to grow hey, in life. The, I have weird, uh, weird surrealisms. And that was actually something I always used to say, like there's positives to being positive and there's positives to being negative. Like it was kind of along yeah. those lines, right? Like you're a genius, being, you're a philosopher. Some, sometimes being down will bring you up sometimes, man. Like, it, you know, you, sometimes you have to level yourself to take off. Like I'm trying, I'm being corny and cheesy and, and, oh, that's and beautiful. as I could be, but like, that's exactly what you're talking about. And that's, that's what I, I'm anticipating hearing from the music is actually like some something personal, you know, something something. Yeah, you're something like it's, it's like definitely extremely like honest. Yeah, exactly. Honest and I mean, you're, you I'm are like that. reminding myself of what my album is as I'm talking to you here because I haven't listened to it in like a week. <laughs> so I'm like, oh <laughs> awesome. yeah, that song's dope. You know this, you know, and uh, that's awesome. Yeah, but I think uh, I think you're gonna enjoy it. Anyone listening to this, but if my album is out when you guys listen to this, then go listen to it if it's not then wait <laughs> well that said i think that uh, maybe maybe around that time we'll get back together do it again yeah. maybe we hey. should do it no we should do bro it would be great i don't know so what your what your podcast that yep. i'm on here this yep. is called what is the name of it again my name is Searle. oh my god that's like <laughs> oh wow okay yeah like, i know the, um like so the, what the so, show the movie I, yeah well, what's my name is earl that was the show on Fox. It was one of them shows that was just on in the background. CJ, have you CJ, watched it though? I mean, your podcast name uh, is a, a little bit it's an off brand. A little bit, not off brand, but I mean, it's a runoff of. I mean, I, mean, I guess my album is called Twenty Three, and Michael Jordan owns that number. So, 
I don't know if he owns that number because Mr. LeBron James is kind of making a claim. Oh, uh, I guess so. I'm, I'm, I'm ironically rocking that right now. There I you just, go. Re- I Wait, just why realized. Why is the Raptors jersey though? Uh, Fred Van Vliet wears 23. Oh, I like he. I remember, I remember when I was a bandwagoning fake basketball fan watching the <laughs> Raptors in the finals last year. He was my favorite player. I thought he was solid. I don't know why they were putting him on the bench. And yeah, I man. thought he was the best player on the whole in the whole thing. Man. Yeah, like, Freddie's the man. He Freddie never missed. Freddie was the man because Freddie like represented Canada. Like, dude used to get hurt every game. He was like a hockey player on a basketball mm-hmm. court, right? And I think that's well, like why. his his uh, reactions to pain yeah like he would play through it like just put a band-aid on a cut but he's not canadian is he games no he's he's from chicago or something like that i think but i they're gonna say czechoslovakia (laughs) yeah with his weird ass last name eh? (laughs) van fleet yeah. Um, but yeah, no, bro. What's that? Podcast. Yeah. You're talking about your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Basically, my name is Searle. Uh, CJ uh, made a Photoshop of like my face on like the My Name is Earl poster. Mm-hmm. And that was like my profile picture on Facebook for years. So uh, it was a joke. That's and then only right. I made, I had like names, kind of like you with this album. Like I had names upon names for this podcast. And, and I actually was settled on background noise. Like I had logos done, everything ready to go. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Luke James, who does album reviews, him mm-hmm. and his buddy had a podcast back in the day, local, called Background Noise. And I love this man to death because he messaged me, he DM'd me, and he said, I didn't want to embarrass you, bro. Um, I know you're getting ready to launch this thing, but I just wanted to let you know that we got this podcast, uh, blah, 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 blah. We were doing podcasts before podcasts were podcasts. I, I like the, This whole thing like felt organic. I need to right. make the name organic too, not something that was already done. So that's Anthony, a great name, bro. Anthony was just like, why don't you just call it? My name is Searle. And I laughed hysterically because I was like, you know what? I have this story. And then it was just the story I told you about mm-hmm. CJ. And he was like, that's brilliant. Do it. So we'll I, do another one after the album comes out. I'll yeah. That's what two. I was going to say. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll I can chat, bro. Where can people get it again? It was on iTunes. You said, yeah. So yeah. as of right now, as we're talking the yeah. way to acquire Yep. The music. <laughs> well, not actually. To pre-order the music. If you want to help me be able to climb the iTunes hip-hop charts when the album comes out and just, you know, really, like, contribute to the momentum and, you know, support, whatever. I mean, it's going to come out on Spotify. It's going to be on YouTube, Apple Music, everything anyway. But if you want to pre-order the album, you have an iPhone. If you have a laptop with iTunes on it, you just go on iTunes. Just type in Mitchell Bailey 23 if you want to directly find where the album is. And you just click on it pre-order that gets ten dollars it goes towards a great cause to uh <laughs> end COVID. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to get back out there hang out with your friends you got to pre-order the album pre-order that anyway um, yeah just do that and that that that's what i'm able to promote right now the album is coming out november right 27th it's fire and there'll be great music video coming out the only features on the album too is the easy mac golden bsp which are from singles that are already yep. out sean lewis got a fire hook yep. and uh sean john who was featured on all in i mean, he's like my protege right now i mean not in a you know he's he's extremely talented he's from kenya he's been living here the last two years he's unbelievably creative great songwriter great ability vocal range great guy and he's featured on like three or four songs oh right on. and uh I would love to do like a collab EP with him after this, but I hope that this album is going to be able to provide him with a little bit more of a platform and of recognition so he can gain some more fans because he's extremely talented. He has a lot of great music too. He changed his name to Malakines. I forget what the Ooh. symbolism is behind Ooh. that name. It's some type of Kenyan shit, but okay. uh, 
um, might have to have him on the show and ask him. Yeah, man, like, 100%. I'll take I'll take him with me when we do the after. We'll I do like a three, that. We'll do it. We'll do a Sean Lewis, me, him. But yeah, and what we could also do, we could do like a live sometime. You know what? I think just that might sure even be we were talking we here and there was yeah. a couple couple folks just you know. Just a couple. Making, just a, just, just a making couple. rice. Listen, I've seen the people that watch your live stream concerts. So, I mean. Yeah, they're legit. They only like it when I'm rapping, though, because I went on Facebook Live on, like, Friday. I mean, there was the casual attendance. There was It was still solid. Yo, but it you, was just, like, you just gave me an idea. We do a Facebook like a, Live like, interview. Like a, like a, like a, a podcast slash live show. Because you like do the talking. commentary in between. Yeah, it's true. Oh, like a performance, but, like, you're just there. And then we chat. It's like a not too long, but kind of like, what's this song mean? Blah 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 blah. Like, where you know what I mean? Like, I forget. And then I just, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I love you, man. 